Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Sensemaker Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. You've probably heard me say this before, but let me take a brief moment to tell you about Tortoise. That's the startup newsroom I work in and where we do slow news, not breaking news. We make podcasts like this one, but we also do bigger investigations, like a recent one into the dark world of the online porn industry. You can listen to that by searching for the slow newscast. And because anyone in the world can join us as a member, we also have live events where we figure out what to cover and how. So anyway, if you like the sound of that and if you're fed up of listening to ads, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us and sign up. This August, you can join for just £1 a week, which is 40% off our usual price. Everyone's welcome. Now, on to today's episode, the mental health crisis in American police forces and why their families are being left behind. And just a warning, this episode contains references to suicide. At 2.38pm on the 6th of January, Erin Smith received a text message from her husband. It read, London has fallen. It was a reference to a film which follows a plot to assassinate world leaders as they attend a funeral in Britain. But Erin Smith's husband wasn't in London. He was a patrolman who'd been deployed to defend the US capital from a violent mob. And not long after he sent that text message, Erin Smith's husband was hit on his face shield and helmet with a flying object during the Capitol riot. Despite being hit, he carried on working, and after the riot, he was told to guard a hotel where members of the mob were staying. Uh, this afternoon, I announced a citywide curfew for the District of Columbia beginning at 6 p.m. this evening, going until 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. During the curfew, no... But he began feeling pain in his neck and in his face, and eventually a sergeant sent him to check in at the police and fire clinic. After a few hours, Erin Smith's husband arrived home with some ibuprofen. But she says in the days after, her husband slipped into a deep depression. He became uncharacteristically angry. He had no interest in walking their dog, and he stopped his daily calls to his parents. Despite all that, after another visit to the clinic just over a week later, he was cleared for returning to work. Erin Smith's husband never made it back to work. He shot himself in his car whilst driving on the George Washington Parkway on the way to his shift. He used his service weapon. He was the second officer to take their own life following the Capitol riot in January. And since his death, two more officers on the Capitol that day have also died by suicide. Now, it's obviously really difficult to directly tie their deaths to the insurrection, but congressional representatives believe that because of the mental stress caused by the riots, their deaths should be considered job-related. But under current law, death by suicide is not considered a line-of-duty death. And because of that, families of police officers who take their own lives, well, they're not given the financial benefits they'd get if an officer had, for example, been shot and killed by a suspect. 
So the Capitol riots and the tragic fact that now four officers there that day have taken their own lives raises an important question. Should these police officers be considered as dying in the line of duty? The world's largest organization for police says it's fighting a mental health crisis with an increasing number of suicides by officers. Nationwide, Suicide in the police force is a growing problem in the United States. In 2019 alone, 228 officers took their own lives, a number that's most likely underreported. It's estimated that the number of officers who died by suicide is more than triple the number fatally injured in the line of duty. Officers don't want to go home and burden their spouse with the ugliness they've encountered the last eight or ten hours. These officers see more evil in the course of a ten-hour tour than most anybody sees in a lifetime. Like Aaron Smith's husband, they see a lot. Here's Karen Solomon, the co-founder of Blue Help, which promotes suicide prevention for police officers. The thing is, you know, an officer never really takes off his uniform. They can't always just shut it down and go home. Someone got in their face tonight, or they saw somebody dead tonight, or they resuscitated somebody and saved their lives. So all of that stuff... But it's not just police officers who are suffering. U.S. military deaths by suicide are also stark. Based on the reports they have and the numbers that I've calculated, between 2001 and 2019, during the time of the global war on terror, my approximation is there's 115,000 veterans who have died by their own hands. That's Charles Smith. He was in the military for more than 15 years, and so he's seen his fair share of suicide by fellow veterans. But, and it's a big but, there is a key difference in how the families of the dead are treated. The US military commonly awards benefits to families of soldiers who take their own lives. In fact, the military treats more than 90% of suicides as line-of-duty deaths. So there's a clear discrepancy. And even in the police force, they do recognise the physical dangers of the job. In Florida, if a police officer dies of a heart attack, well, that's assumed to be a death in the line of duty because of the stress of the job. And that's why Erin Smith is asking for change. And it seems as if people are really beginning to listen. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the US House of Representatives, has said that if police leaders do not approve line-of-duty benefits for those who took their own lives after the riot, then Congress will look for ways to change the law. And within the police, leaders are beginning to encourage officers to talk about their mental health. Cops have to know that there's, uh, there are avenues for help. And it's not, it's not a weakness to ask for help. The odds of receiving financial benefits are still stacked against Erin Smith. But for her, it's more about getting dignity for her husband. If the world can recognise that he died in connection with what he experienced on January the 6th, it might just help open up the conversation about policing and the mental health of frontline officers. Today's story was written and produced by Amy Harper. The Sensemaker. 